All right, law schoolers. Well, today we're going to briefly cover the topic of mnemonics. Mnemonics. Okay, okay, don't hurt yourself. If you've never seen Finding Nemo, then God, I don't even know what to tell you. But um, that's where that scene came from. Mnemonics are uh, not covered in the kind of detail that they should be, especially through your young life. I don't understand why we are not taught uh, mnemonics in a more detailed fashion. Okay, so mnemonics, if you don't know about it or uh, haven't heard of the word, it's M-N-E-M-O-N-I-C-S, mnemonics. They're memory devices. They're ways to remember information. They help you recall more information, and they help you recall the information a bit clearer. And what it is is basically using neuroscience or psychology to optimize the human mind, right? So I can give you some examples of some different mnemonics. So music mnemonics. Um, or song mnemonics. I know you've got phone numbers that jingle around in your head because people were uh, using this technique or this psychological phenomenon in commercials. I can remember one, and I remember the first time I heard this song, I thought, there's no way this is going to help me remember it. It goes, opposite of B, plus or minus the square root of B squared minus 4AC, all over 2A. You probably are starting to remember way back in the high school the quadratic formula, right? It's a mathematical formula that you had to remember. Um, I guess it was like pre-calculus or something. I haven't heard that song since 2004, okay? 2004, 16 years, okay? That song has stuck in my head. I have not used the quadratic formula I mean, maybe like in early phases of calculus in college, but I mean, we're still talking 15 years. That's how powerful a mnemonic is. Now, if my if my teacher, my math teacher in, in high school had just said, hey, I want you to remember this class, it's, you know, I can't even say the formula without the song, okay? But if she had just presented it that way, you could say quadratic formula, and I wouldn't even probably remember what you're talking about. But the song not only reminds me of what the formula is, it also reminds me of the entire concept. That's how powerful mnemonics are, okay? Now, there was some other mnemonics, too. There's, there's all kinds of different mnemonics. I don't want you to get caught on that. And that's kind of the point of this podcast is to open your mind to the wide range of of possibilities for remembering or recalling information, okay? I don't know if you remember the one that was for remembering the colors of the light spectrum. I remember it to this day, Roy G. Biv. Uh, it was, uh, hold on one second, and I can recall it. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, I, indigo, and violet. Again, I haven't seen this since I was... Um, I don't know, 15, 16? I'm 34, guys. That's the power of all of this kind of stuff. Now, in law, you get uh, you get some other types of mnemonics. So one of them, let me try to remember a good example here. Um, my legs, uh, statute of frauds. So if you remember, you have to have contracts in writing for marriage, uh, contracts uh, that can't be completed within a year. 
land contracts, uh, executor contracts, guarantor contracts, and uh, sales for um, goods over $500, right? So my legs, uh, that's one example of a mnemonic. It's not like the song in the sense that it's a totally different way of remembering information, but it is like the song in that it's a it's a mental device, a way to kind of trick your brain into holding on to information. Um, and what about other mnemonics, right? So rhyming mnemonics. Uh, 30 days, half September, April, June, and November. Um, let's think about one that's more of a word-based mnemonic. Um, another one from high school math. Parachute expert, my dear Aunt Sally. That's the order of operations in math. Um, Parentheses, exponents, multiply, divide, uh, add, and subtract, right? This This is the kind of stuff that can, you know, that can really help you recall information. Now, I think that everybody's pretty familiar with this, these types of mnemonics, right? Um, all of this kind of stuff is taught to us in one way or another. Um, one of the ways that, uh, that we remember things in law is through outlines. So outlines are a mental device, a way to compartmentalize information, right? So you, you can memorize the big broad points um, the Roman numerals, if you will. And then the rest of the information, you can kind of fill it in in your head, but you need to start somewhere. And that's where outlines are also a really good uh, mnemonic device. Something that I didn't learn about my mind until much later in life was the ability for your mind to create uh, images, pictures, scenes, um animation. So I learned this when I uh, was writing fiction. And in the last 10 years, I've, I've written a lot of fiction. I uh, haven't published any of it because as I talked about in one of my episodes, I'm just like all of you guys. I'm embarrassed. I'm scared of criticism. I don't think my stuff's any good. And I don't want to put it out there, right? I'm just not ready. And I was ready to publish the law school book because, hey, people need that. They need help. Uh, There's a lot of great fiction writers. I don't feel like the world needs my stuff as bad as, uh, needs my nonfiction work as bad as as maybe some people needed some nonfiction work. But writing fiction is interesting because you're creating a world that doesn't exist, And when you're creating this world that doesn't exist, you're forming pictures in your mind. You're creating these main characters, right? You're creating scenes. Um, You can see where your characters are. You can almost smell the smells. You You can experience what they're experiencing all through the creative process of your mind. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible. And I found myself thinking about the characters the other day from one of my books. So I haven't I haven't written anything into this fiction story for two years. And I was laying on my couch and someone on TV mentioned a name. Well, it happened to be the name of one of my characters in my fiction book. And all of these scenes popped into my mind. And I thought about his story, right? 
And then I thought to myself, I created all of that. I'll, everything I see in my head right now, all of the the pictures, the you know, the islands, the the sounds, the smells, the ocean, all of the stuff I created in my head, and that's powerful because I can see it as if it's as if I was writing it yesterday. But I haven't written that story for two years. I say all that to say that the older I get, the more I realize how powerful your mind is, especially in a creative sense. I know that in law school, I spent time thinking about concepts as much as I spent reading about them. So, for instance, you know, you get out the the factors for best interest of the child was one of these where I kind of created animated images in my head. And I would pull apart the, the first letter of each of the factors um, that I wanted to remember and I would create colorful animated images in my head, right? And I can still see some of those. Um, a lot of that was cramming, so you know what I mean. It, it you see it you see it quickly in law school, and you got to move on. Like you 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 learn so much information. It's not as easy to recall everything I learned in law school as it was everything in high school, because you know, as you know, high school was uh, a lot less information. You could learn it in a lot more detail, and it stuck very powerfully. A lot of the stuff from law school did stick, though, and it's interesting how it stuck and the way you remember these things, um, how these things will pop back into your head. So there's some really good examples I have uh, from my experience. For example, I can still see the Talmadge v. Smith case, right? The old guy throws the stick at the kid, he misses, and it's, it's the transferred intent case. I can still see the stick flying through the air. I can still see the old man throwing the stick, and I can see it hitting that kid in the eye, right? It's just certain certain cases create a movie in your head. But the point of this podcast is to explain something that I found out a little bit late um, that I think is really interesting, but I also think it's really helpful, and that's that if you have the time to read over a concept multiple times, right? Maybe sacrifice half of the times you would spend just reading a concept and go sit on your couch or go sit in a chair or go for a walk and think about those concepts, right? Create a mnemonic in your head. Create a picture. Create a scene. Um, some of the most interesting things I read about in psychology was was the ability of certain people to remember names, right? I have always thought that's very interesting, and I've tried to put a lot of that into practice because um, Dale Carnegie's book, right? 15% of the money you make in life or your success in life will be due to your technical skills, and 85% at a minimum will be due to your people skills, right? One thing people love is if you remember their name. Don't forget people's name. I say all that to say that there's really great mnemonics out there, and, and that, that's one that people were interested in. They studied it. How does so-and-so remember thousands of people's names? Invariably, people that can remember tons of information, uh, a whole deck of playing cards, you know, these, 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 these people that have an incredible working memory are able to use their mind to create more associative images, um, they they bring more factors in, okay? They don't just see the word. They don't just see the playing card. They don't just hear the name. They bring in factors. They, If you're trying to remember someone's name, 
They'll bring in the color of their hair, their facial expressions, a smell, maybe a perfume or a cologne, um, where they were when they met this person, a variety of factors, right? So more more associations, the more angles you can come in at the one point. It's almost like a neuron. If you can imagine all the branches of a neuron going out, right? The more connections you can make to a piece of information that you want to remember, the more likely you will be able to remember that information, okay? So create these connections, and and it's not just linguistic connections. It's not just, you know, the, the my legs type, um, the my legs type mnemonics. It's not just outline mnemonics. There's so many ways that you can apply these different mnemonic devices to your, uh, to your information that you need to recall, right? But it takes time. You can't just read an outline over and over again and pound this information into your head. It takes time. You have to read the information, take a step back, breathe, okay, relax, think about what you just read. And I believe that as law students, it's really easy to get lost in that idea that you just got to pound it out. I'm going to read this outline a hundred times. I'm not ever going to sleep, blah, blah, blah. You know how it is. It's awful. And it's, and it's not effective. Um, so we're not going to talk about little bits of information over time and, and all these different memory techniques. Today is just mnemonics. And, and if you can take that one bit of information and go say, all right, when I read this information that I need to recall for my exam, I'm going to try to create a picture in my head. I'm going to try to use a word mnemonic. I'm going to try, you know, parachute expert, my dear Aunt Sally. I'm going to try to use a letter mnemonic, my legs. Um, I'm going to create an association. I'm going to create a song. I'm going to create, you know, create pictures in my head, images. Um, remember the fiction example that I told you. Um, just take what I've told you today and go try to apply it. Be creative with your with your memory techniques. Don't just read outlines over and over again. So you can take a little bit of information, um, however much you're comfortable with, read it, read it a couple of times, and then take a step back. Try and create associations in your mind. Try and see the Talmadge v. Smith. Try and see Paul's graph. Try and see that lady walking around and then boom, the explosion, right? Try and see these things in your head and create a moving image. Create a picture, okay? Create a scene. Get creative with the way you remember things. I think that that'll be a lot of fun, and uh, you'll also have a lot more success uh, remembering things because, like I said, opposite of B plus or minus the square root of B squared minus 4AC all over 2A. Could you imagine something more boring than high school mathematics, right? But <laughs> that equation is still there. That's how powerful this stuff is. All right, guys, take some of this stuff, apply it. I'm going to get back to work. I hope you have a great day, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Bye.